Hello, everybody. Welcome for another edition of Gambit Podcast. I am Solo Base 15 here with my good friend Zareth, and we are here to talk about all your R9 needs. How are you, Zareth? I'm good, Solo. How are you? I am, oh, I am doing well. So, um, oh, and Waken, Awakened with a resubscription. Thank you, sir. Um, Thank you. All right. <laughs> So, Solo, I have a, I, I just have a comment because uh, I, I just unlocked Cat on my alt. And I just, I don't know if it seems like this to you. Like, so, so Galactic Legends, I always approved of the fact that you don't actually like have ability levels. They just assume that you're at the level that you don't have to like just apply a ton of ability levels. Like you're going to just, you know, spend some Omegas and then a Zeta on their all their right. all their stuff and that to me like it, it's like the grown-up version of characters you know like you don't have to sure. go through the fluff of using but i just unlocked cat and it's just so silly like <laughs> the ability levels are for like her force leap that's that's the one that she you know like her death kill thing yeah. um you know murder death kill and the level abilities are like plus 10 percent damage 10 percent damage and then it goes to 20 percent, 20 percent, 30 percent, 30 percent and it's like I wonder how many people just have her just like sitting on ability level four for that. <laughs> Hopefully not many. <laughs> right. Like uh, I, I would be surprised if there was a single person in the game with that. Cause she's, she's another grown up character. Like you, you right. think that you think that they do something different. Cause like all it's doing is making me uh, annoyed at the carpal tunnel. So <laughs> There should be a max disability button. Like I have five thousand purples. Let me just click max. Uh, right. So, with that said, remember when five thousand purples uh, just sounded like absurd, and you were like, "All right, I can't level this ability up for three more days because the day the weekly challenge is going to come through, and then I'm going to get my purples. I can't wait." And now we're like, oh, let's apply this ability. Let's apply this ability. <laughs> well, yeah, it is. It is just like this next level of of ludicrous in a lot of ways. Like, I mean, I felt that way about Zetas, and of course, my my main account is kind of in hot water right now. I don't have I have enough for Maul, and then if another character comes out, I have to hope that they have only one Zeta. Because, <laughs> because otherwise, I've just been spending them recklessly because I've felt that way. But they aren't, they aren't an unending supply, uh, and there are still Zetas that I want actually that that are you know that are out there. So, you know, but that being said, there aren't still abilities I want that are out there that require purple ability mats. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> uh, Zetas. I I was looking on my alt, and I think I have. 10, 15 Zetas on my alt. Um, on my main account, I think I only have 10 at this point. And it used to be like, oh my God, I have a Zeta. I need to apply this immediately. I have like a list right. of 15 that I'm, I want to apply to. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is fun. I just looked at the screen. It says, uh, so I, I upgraded it. Commander Ahsoka Tano to gear 10 and then take yeah. a, just a small clicking break. And then Liam Solo, your alt, just got <laughs> First Order Officer's gear to gear 13. <laughs> and, and then I continued to go on to gear 11 and all the <laughs> Zetas. So 
<laughs> that's fun. You and my, you and I just dominate HE. <laughs> that's that's all there is to it. Dominate uh, that guild, but <laughs> at least the chat. Right. God, if only we could dominate <laughs> territory wars, which we'll talk about later. Because my God, uh, there were changes in territory mm-hmm. wars. If you didn't know, not uh, all of them amazing. No, some of them actually I really like. Not not all of them. Um, but before we talk about territory wars, let's talk about R nine. You put out two different videos where you quote unquote swerved. Um, and so let let's talk about why you swerved, and then we'll talk about why I still don't know what I'm going to do with my first. <laughs> oh, you so, haven't applied it yet. I thought I. I thought I you had. It. I thought you no, had actually. Okay. I have it. I have it. It's ready to be applied. It has not been applied though. Okay, that's fair. That's good. I'm I'm glad because yeah. I was feeling. I was like, man, I hope, I hope that he didn't like just go and like jump in and do it, and then like is gonna regret it. I, not that not that you would necessarily for sure do it, but regret it. But, um, you know, I just. I was going to feel bad if it was like, oh, I, ju- I did it. And then everyone's like, oh, <laughs> it's like the guy who everyone's like, we're going to jump in the pool. We're going to do it. <laughs> and then like you, they get like one guy to jump in and there he's like, wait, why is it everyone else jumping in? Like <laughs> I want uh, you to be that guy. So I'm glad that you're yeah, not. I think I'm still, I think I'm still going to go with Piet though. Um, okay. So let, I, let's back up just a second. Yeah. And and give people like more context because not everyone's seen my video, I'm sure. Um, sure. So what the the question being, guys, is who do we put the rel- our first relic nine on? Of uh, uh, I would say like two or three days ago, it was crystal clear. Piet was hands down the man to do uh, to get because you get a faster executor and you just win. Uh, but I mean, the distance or a very a close second, I should say, is Jedi Master Luke, who is like he gets to double dip like he's going to he's a tank. So he's going to get a ton of cool stats from Relic Nine. And you use those stats to fuel the offense on the rest of the team uh, that he has. So it, it, like you put relics on him or you put the relics nine on him and the whole team just goes completely bonkers crazy damage and he becomes a way stronger tank as well so um what are your thoughts on it solo uh so to be clear when we have this discussion um (laughs) both both of these characters are going to be good and i'll throw a third one in there as well of lord vader will also be a good option um yes so this conversation is not to say Piet bad or JML bad or, you know, who, whoever else bad. But with right. that said. But th- there's probably there's probably a more optimal choice. Like one of them is, pro- is better than the other, most likely. So Jedi Master Luke, he gains a ton of stats i mean he gains like 30k protection based on my modding when i ran the what will your r9 be mm-hmm. um and that's that's a lot that means about twenty-one thousand of extra damage every time you use the lead ability and that's 
fantastic. Like that's truly is fantastic. Um, and you know, I've been using Jedi Master Luke to kill Ray all season, and you know, uh, sometimes she gets to her second ultimate. I still finish with fifty six, but with this elite ability, you can kill everybody on that team faster. And there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I've watched a lot of videos of Ray Cat going a lot smoother or not needing Jedi Knight Revan with an R9 Jedi Master Luke. So fantastic. That is absolutely a good thing. With that said, the number one thing I hate in Grand Arena right now is fleets. Like yep, with, with a passion. Um, you and I just happened to one shot an executor on the same night, which is, which is fun and it's possible. But prior to that, my alt, which is on going into this round, was on an eight and O streak, uh, and going going for twelve and O this season. I had to three shot an executor while my opponent two shot my executor and scared the crap out of me that I was going to lose. Thank God he couldn't clear my ray. Um, in Territory Wars, I went up against and used the same strategy that I used in Grand Arena to one-shot, and all I did was kill one ship. And uh, my alt was up against the four-star. My In Territory Wars, I was up against the six-star. And then in Grand Arena, I was up against the seven star. So there, there's the irony of it, of it is that I one shot the seven star and not the four or the six star. Uh, but, and it's, it's solely because Executor, because as if it wasn't hard enough, they put when you call a reinforcement, Executor gets like the ships on the opposing fleet get evasion up. And so, oh, may as if, well, huh? Yeah, yeah, why not? So yeah. you call in a reinforcement and you, you have the kill shot of Xanadu blood lined up and you do a spy mass assist and four people assist and only two of them hit. Xanadu blood survives and then you die. And I hate that. I hate that with a passion. I hate that the only solution is the only true solution is a mirror match that you're still going to lose 25% of the time. And here's, so R9 on Piet gives me the ability to go first and win 95% of the time. You know, RNG is always going to play a factor in every single match we have. Uh, it's why we don't use the term hard counter because RNG is going to play a factor. And, but if you're telling me that applying this ability is going to let me win 95% of the time. I can play efficiently like I like to. I hate with a passion having to grind out a fleet zone. Um, so I can play the way I want to play by just keeping executor and offense and destroying anything in my way. Like, I can't see myself not doing that. Like, take away the part of the game that's miserable for me while also making my team better like that that's my view on piet and i know a lot of people out there are like well piet at r9 sucks because he goes first and i get to use this cleanse bug or the the cleanse bug is no longer out there so i get to cleanse when i go second well then how come four weeks ago 
when the cleanse bug wasn't a thing, everybody was bitching that they couldn't beat Piet when they went second. Like nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. What I think we're seeing is the same thing that we see every time a galactic legend comes out in that people are like, oh, this galactic legend is so easy to beat in the first week. And then all of a sudden they, you start to hear the rest of the community come out and say, it's, it's, it's not that easy to beat, guys. Uh, so that's my view on Piet. Uh, I just, I, it's, it's going to eliminate my biggest headache. And at the same time, uh, you know, it's useful. And it also stops, by the way, it stops a couple counters because the uh, opposing fleet just isn't fast enough unless you want to R9 Vader or R9 Biston and all his crew and stuff. Like, it's going to stop a couple counters as well. The only thing it doesn't do is stop Malevolent. So if you're only going to place Executor on defense it's a waste. Like I, I admit that it's just not worth it, but um, if you're oh. open to putting both GET2 on defense and then destroying them on offense, I I still think Piet's the way to go. I, so here's, here's my thing about it solo is right now, maybe it's the way to go. Like, I, I feel like you're just kind of pushing the delay button. This is like your computer just said, we have an update coming. Uh, like, you have an update. Would you like to restart now? Like, would you like to update and restart now? And you're like, uh, no, like, I'll wait. And it says, all right, you have seven days or we'll just, we're just going to shut your crap down uh, at an unexpected time. And, you know, you're going to lose all your data and stuff. But that, that's like the dark, sad ending uh, that, you know, we don't need to talk about that specifically. But I do just think that they, it's like uh, uh, the situation is, you know, you want to get, <clears throat> you, you want to you wanna be able to beat other Relic 9 executors. But the second you get Relic 9 and you face someone who's Relic 9, which he's he's on the top like three list still for most people but regardless like he might be number one might be number two might be number three but he's still up there once they get that your advantage disappears and you're back to where you're currently at at relic eight and so it doesn't actually like move the needle it just kind of like uh, you know it just relocates it a little bit you know for for a little bit sure and i mean Piet is hands down above anybody else at G13 or at R9 right now. I mean, he's there's 566 of them in the wild and 321 Jedi Master Luke, who is the second highest. Um, but huh. anyway, um, oh, I, I guess, I guess my thing though is, uh, I mean. Right now, a lot of times, so you're, you're gonna you're gonna go you're gonna go a few weeks for sure of being able to just like, for the most part, the people we face. I, I mean, you're gonna get a mix of people, I guess. Some people are gonna have that relic nine piet, and you'll be back to square one. Some people will have that relic eight, and you'll get to live the dream. It's very similar to like it when you get a new GL uh, released. 
people in our brackets sometimes don't get him the first week. So that first week you just run roughshod over people. You're like, that's right. I've got, I've got my, <laughs> I've got my, my galactic legend. He doesn't even have his ultimate, but you know, like I, I have this huge advantage. It's going to be similar to that. And then that advantage will slowly dry up over time. I guess the thing that I'm the most interested in right now is Ray cat is such a frustrating menace to, to this uh, game mode because some people just blindly blindly place it without any regard like they're like they have no idea how they're going to beat it themselves they just blindly place it and hope that they're not uh, that their opponent doesn't also place it and I want to counter to that and Jedi Master Luke is a decent option especially if he's Relic 9 so but you want a counter just so that you can place your own Ray Cat yeah 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 um, just to be a so, dick you know <laughs> but yeah, my answer for ray cat is i'll just keep my cat for their cat um i mean you can i i'd but then i mean it causes it causes roster issues if you, if you do that like then you have to use kenobi cat and that's fine but then, especially now, what, what's going to happen when we start needing, like, you know, Lord Vader is going to start gumming things up. We're going to, and also, like, if there's a Kenobi on, on the ground without his, uh, without Cat, that still messes with you if you don't have your own Kenobi. Like, we, I ran into that this week of, like, Kenobi, even without Cat, can still beat a lot of Galactic Legends. If you're not prepared, you're not going to have the right team. Like, maybe you will have the right team. It's just. Yeah, I mean. So that's also where scouting comes. And obviously things change, but if you see somebody plays Kenobi, Vader, and Raycat on defense, A, they're, they're not going to clear me. Um, but B, just keep gas for offense and you destroy their Kenobi. Like that's Kenobi without Cat on defense shouldn't happen. Like it just shouldn't happen because Bad Batch beats it. Uh, gas beats it padme beats it like kenobi without cat on defense you can find a counter to i couldn't solo <laughs> um because uh, i mean when i played a abattoir he placed kenobi without cat in the back um uh, and I, I i used bad batch <laughs> and uh I'm lost. My, well, yeah, I bought, I couldn't kill the uh, their Kenobi, so I two shot it. But you're right. you're fine with two shotting ships, so I, why not two shot a Galactic Legend if you can? Oh, I mean, I'd be I'm fine with with winning it. However, I need to win, I guess. I, my right. my point being uh, with ships, I don't I don't see Relic Nine on Piet. Like it, it's just. It's the same as putting Relic 8 on Kenobi, on, on General Kenobi. Like, we we did that, and everyone grumbled about it because it was necessary. And then everyone had it, so it wasn't even an advantage, really. Like, it, it was just like this, oh, all right, we all have Relic 8. I guess we're in the same exact position we were before. And now we have, uh, now we have a similar thing with... Uh, Piet, and we're all going to be in that same situation soon enough anyways like give, give us another month or so and we'll all be there uh, you know two months three months and this is all obviously like super end game ridiculousness like <laughs> the only people who are applying relic nines right now are people who hate money so 
so I mean, you're not wrong about this stuff. I mean, Ray Cat's a pain, and yes, you you could have roster issues, and obviously the biggest the biggest problem is Ray Cat and Lord Vader on defense at the same time. Um, and so this is why my cat will never, I shouldn't say never, my cat will show up on defense just to mess with people. But I've seen a lot of people placing cat on defense and Lord Vader on defense. And if you place your own cat on defense, you only have one JML. So I don't know how you clear Lord Vader right now. Um, if Lord Vader and either Ray Cat or JMK Cat's on defense, and you don't have your own cat. Right. Well, I, I guess my my biggest thing right now is I want to make my roster more flexible. You're right. Like, scouting plays into it and being prepared for things. I just, this week, I the, the last couple weeks, I've, I've struggled to find answers to things that, I mean, I just, <laughs> there have been times that I, I should have had an answer to things and I, uh, you know, I had an in, inaccurate answer. Like I, there was a time I ran into a Kenobi in the back zone and I think I botched it. Like I misplayed it some, but I also just didn't have the right characters and I wasn't prepared. And I want, I, you know, I need to, obviously like that's having a plan. I had a plan and sometimes plans don't work out. That's, that's right. part of, part yeah. of how it works. Like <laughs> I, I don't feel like that ashamed of it, but I would like to put an end to that and being able to start developing this team to be able to, uh, you know, work the way I want it to, to be able to, uh, you know, <laughs> to be able to counter a really tough team and still, you know, and, and that's, I only have to use, uh, it's kind of an off meta, like that's still a punch upward. Like then I can still have my Kenobi, cat available to do other things uh you know whether i want to put cat on defense or i want to put kenobi cat on defense or whatever you know i want i could use kenobi cat against maul or, or you know lord vader maul I, I just want those options available and putting it on piet doesn't really do that it doesn't move the needle because i'm probably just going to put piet on defense anyways yeah i've i've basically decided that it, and until we get Maul, uh, Lord Vader's going to live on defense because he has his ultimate. Lord Vader, with his ultimate, is still really scary if you don't have Kenobi against him. Um, Jedi Master Luke can do it, but Vader hits his ultimate, and then all of a sudden, your team disappears. <laughs> um so I'm just going to keep Vader on defense. I'm not going to use Piet there. Uh, I'll keep Piet for troopers, at least for this week. Once we get Maul, you know, I'll make a different decision. Uh, but uh, for the next week, uh, Vader's just going to live on defense, and Piet is – I'm keeping Piet for troopers. Oh, yeah. You talk about roster flexibility and – Putting a team down with Lord Vader, Darth Vader, and Piet just takes away any and all roster flexibility right now. Sure. Well, and just to be clear, I like so that that's another discussion that is absolutely worth having. I was more meaning Piet as in executor. Um, yeah. Just in terms of that flexibility, but but yeah, like <laughs> it, I I agree. I don't. 
I'm going to fight as hard as I can to keep that, to keep Piet off of Lord Vader. I don't know if oh. it's going to end up, I don't know if it's going to end up happening. Like it may be out to bow to the inevitable, just like <laughs> I, I fought like crazy trying to get cat, keep cat away from Kenobi. Cause I really wanted cam to work because it, it just makes so much sense to me logically, but right. uh, it, you know, I have to bend to the reality of, well, uh, I, I was wrong. And, you know, Kat is typically, like, generally, she just has to go with Kenobi. Like, she's she just makes him so much better than Cam does. And, uh, you know, unfortunate, but the, the truth. Hopefully, Piet isn't the same way. I don't think that they designed Lord Vader's kit with Piet specifically in mind to make him really good. I just think that that interaction is is impossible to completely overlook, you know, if you're, yeah. you, you shouldn't overlook it at least. So yeah, I'm uh, going to fight, going to fight with my last breath on that one though. Piet, <laughs> I don't want to lose another team. Just like he's already stealing Darth Vader. He's, I, I don't want him to steal troopers too. It's BS. Yeah. Well, to be fair, Darth Vader was stolen by the nerf. <laughs> That's, I mean, you could still use Darth Vader, but he's not, the old Darth Vader anymore. Um, well, it, yeah, they stole, they stole the, the bad version of him. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah, I don't really regret the loss of him. Like, I, I was like, hey, he has a place. I like, I don't even care about him now. <laughs> right, like, right. <laughs> he's no longer a headache. <laughs> like, yeah. when three v three rolls around, we're gonna have a new headache. In that, where does he go? Like, can I, can I just? keep him there can we just can we just downsize to lord vader darth vader and royal guard and call it good i, I really hope so <laughs> uh yeah i'm curious to see where he where lord vader is going to go in 3v3 um i don't know like uh, royal guard and lord vader are literally meant for each other um uh, but who who the third is on that team I don't know. It may just be Shore Trooper, to be honest with you. Because Lord Vader's going to gain his ultimate when you're hitting other people, so you might as well have them bounce between two tanks. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, but anyway, so speaking of Lord Vader, let's throw Lord Vader out there because he's quietly... Quietly, probably just as good as Jedi Master Luke for G13 or for R9. Uh, because he's gaining 16K health and protection with my bad modding. I, I don't claim to have good mods on him right now. Uh, with my with my okay mods, he's going to gain 16K health and protection. Then you're going to throw that through his unique, which gives him another 15% on top of that. Then, or leadership, I should say. Then you're going to throw him the GL unique, which is going to add up to, he's going to be gaining like 20% offense by going R9 and gain a whole crap ton of health and protection. Um, I think... A lot of people don't know how to use Lord Vader, and obviously there's less Lord Vaders out in the wild right now, so just less people have him to talk about it. Lord Vader is also seems like he's going to be sneaky good for R9. 
I think so. I think, I mean, here's the thing. He, he thrives on having all of that extra health. Like he, he's just unkillable. And then, right. uh, you know, he ramps up his damage like crazy and what, you know, <laughs> He just becomes this crazy, ridiculous. He he feels a little bit, in a way, like Thanos. He feels <laughs> he feels inevitable, like yeah. slowly just ratcheting in the health of whatever opponent. Like he does feel like like what Lord Vader or what Darth Vader used to do of you know just like keep the dots stacked and yeah you can cleanse it, but it seems like it that those dots just keep coming back and they just never quite all the way go away you can't gain bonus turn meter once you have those dots and it's just like this slow you know you can fight if you want but i'm gonna you're gonna die and you know his whole thing is just force choking people to death so that's kind of <laughs> dark but <laughs> i mean he is going to be absurdly good at r9 like and i i just think people aren't ready for that <laughs> in their heads. They are not ready for Lord Vader to be R9. Um, I'm really, really tempted by him as well. <laughs> uh, just like he's tempted by the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Because he just gained. So like the reason everybody says Jedi master Luke is because when you look at the compare of what people get, his stats increase like an absurd amount. Like I compare, I went through, I compared every GL to see who gets, you know, the most in the base stats from R9. And there's no doubt it's Jedi Master Luke who gains like 30K protection. Um, Lord Vader also gains an absurd amount as well, unlike the rest of the GLs. I think, I, I mean, I think these three are the top the top three of one, two, three, and you kind of pick based on your needs, but he's, I think he ends up being a lot of people's seconds. Like four weeks from now, if you're lucky and win all four uh, territory wars oh, and, not me. <laughs> and division one, uh, Lord Vader, he's, he's, he might end up being your second. I think that that's that's actually a fairly a fairly good observation, just because I do think that he is. Uh, well, here's the thing: I right now he, he's just so hard; it's so easy to overlook because right now we can kill him with with a few different things, like even with his ultimate. Uh, you know, he's good. He's just not he's not transcendent at relic eight without Maul. You know, uh, he's. It's just yeah. like Kieti Mundi. Like, how long did you and I have to like? People kept saying like he sucks. He's gonna suck. Like, look at his kit. Right. Or people just wouldn't. And especially when no one had unlocked Kieti Mundi, like people were just saying, "Oh yeah, like he's he's not good. Like, look look at his right. kit. Whatever. You know, he's not gonna move the needle." And and everyone was wrong to do that. Like everyone should have been excited for Kieti Mundi. Not that he's this transcendent, amazing character, but he is. He's like the best Jedi DPS in the game now. Yeah. Uh, you know, now that the nerfs have have been applied to to the other two good DPS, but like they should have been excited, more excited than they are. And right now, this is a very similar thing. Just like you said, people are overlooking it. 
and relic nine i mean so so you're right like you get you gain all that stuff you also uh i mean yeah the unique he gains the extra plus 10 percent health uh on top of that and max protection per relic amplifier level right and so the max health and max protection are actually applied after uh from the unique are actually applied after the relic level so uh, you know, you're using your new value from the Relic 9. And then, uh, like you said, also the leadership applies to it. And like, there's just so many different things that are going to feed into it. And then Malkit's here and everything's going to change overnight. Yes. And that Relic 9 is going to be way more obnoxious than Relic 8 because of how mon- how many stats he gains and all of the abilities that he has that amplify that. Right. So... Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think you're absolutely right. People are sleeping right now. I'm sleeping. I don't know what to expect. I have no idea. Like I've seen some of what Gom did, but uh, you know, on his on his channel, being able to show like playtest the the new mall and stuff that that was cool. But uh, it, I don't know how what to expect. Like he 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 shows me what he's he's using, and I'm like I I don't I don't know if I'm going to use those mods. I don't know if I have those mods available. I don't know if, who I'm going to fight with them. I don't know, and and only a few people who were testers, uh, who who were in the the you know beta program or whatever, who are testing. Like, only a few of them are testing things. They have the same limitations. It doesn't matter how good of theory crafters they are. They have the same limitations as CG in the sense that the second he hits the like Maul hits the wild, and people have enough Lord Vader's, like we're gonna have way more data points in the first like two hours. Than they've been able to generate in you know however many months, we just don't know what's gonna what it's gonna look like. What the counter is gonna be? I'm right. nervous. I'm nervous. F, but it, I'm looking forward to it. So I think I think that's actually a fairly good point. He very well may be our second relic nine, or maybe our first relic nine uh, for those people who haven't decided to pony up 150 US dollars. Right. Um... Either way, with all three, I don't think you can go wrong. But like we said at the start of this, it's not that any of these are bad options. It's just um, I don't think we can go wrong with it. No, I think I think those three are probably the top picks right now. Uh, you know, if you don't have Lord Vader, I guess, I mean, all the other Galactic Legends gain as well. People are saying they're so disappointed with Sith Eternal's boost. And all I have to say is with all of the, if you just build him with a ton of health, even though he's not gaining like an enormous amount of health, like you don't need, you just need him to live for a while. Like he, all, right. he's going to, he's going to have more armor. He's going to have more, all, all this stuff. Like what's mine at? I have 170k health. And I know that other people have been built up to like 180k and still yeah. have decent speed and everything. Um, and I'll be trying to do that too, but uh, let's see, what, what does he gain on health? He, he still gains another 4,000 health so, as and, you're saying, and protection. Yeah, as you're saying that, I can put up on screen my comparison of what he he's going to get. And so he's going to gain 8,000 health and 7,000, well, 6,500 protection in a game mode where he's two manning other gls one of which by the way is uh that fancy jedi master luke who's now going to be doing uh 
well, it, it's going to be reduced because of his unique, but like an extra 15K damage and you're increasing his health and protection by 15K, that's that's not a small thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he, you're going to be leeching that. That's funny. I hadn't really thought of that interaction. But then, yeah, yeah like so so you're, you're showing 188K, uh, which is pretty cool. Right. Uh, but then also, I mean, it's it's the the other thing, the unique from his relic right. amplifier level. Yep. So he's getting another ten percent health on top of that. Uh, you know, so that's that's another eighteen k health. That just just yeah. like slap up, like so, so yeah. He's and he's got all this extra protection and everything. He's gaining another six thousand protection on top of what he had before. Like he's. I wouldn't say this makes him a monster. I think, I mean, he's not a tank, but he, right. he kind of acts as a tank. And with his babysitters, if he uses, if he uses the armor, it gets another 15% of his health. And yeah, he, it, he's leeching all the protection. Like, as you point out, he's, he's actually, that's one mechanic I hadn't really thought about as scaling with the game. Cause I'm always thinking about that of like, you know, Savage has stopped scaling with the game. Like he's he's less right. and less relevant as time goes on because you can't. It's like, aha! I did a hundred. You're at half health. I did a hundred k damage, and people are like, I'm still not even in the red, dude. Like, <laughs> doesn't matter, right. you know. Uh, and uh, and so you know, I like Ray was start, starting to go that way, and they fixed it. That's wonderful. Uh, you know, that's actually a really good sign that they caught it. But that's another thing. He actually through his leeching, his protection leeching ability, he actually continues to stay relevant by the protection gains other characters are making. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which is uh, really fun. So Jedi Master Kenobi, uh, congratulations. You added 30k uh, uh, protection. And oh, look at that. He just added 21k of that yeah. <laughs> into his... <laughs> into his uh pile and so i i just pulled up another one with ray um because i found that one interesting and so with how my ray is modded she gains almost 11k health which so you know we always talk about offense ray health ray uh some people will never agree on either way but on a character that can be so fickle for modding <laughs> I feel like you just mispronounced the way. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. Continue. Um, I I apologize. But so on a character that's so fickle for modding, to be able to add 11K health to her lets you back down a little bit of health and add more offense. Like switch one health primary to an offense primary and start boosting up that offense stat while at the same time not losing any of the health. That's another thing that is going to become really big down the line. Now, I, I don't recommend Ray first. I don't recommend Ray third. But it, this is another one where, you know, y- you don't think about Sith Eternal because it looks like such a small number, but he's going to improve. Ray, 11K health is not a small number for her. Anyone that has tried to kill a Ray and just come up short knows that 11K health, when put through the galactic legend unique is not it's not a small number um 11k health is basically what when you when you add the r9 unique it comes to what 20k health really um so 
Well, and then then add cat if you want to go that direction. Right, right. And, uh, uh, or uh, armor in three v three, people put armor with her, and it makes her super obnoxious. That extra fifteen percent, and right. you can't crit. And then also, I'm sorry. I let me one last thing. Whirlwind. On top of that, now if you add another relic level, she gains another seven percent of her two times massive damage. Right. Hits, which uh, I mean. That's another scaling factor that, like, those massive damage hits, that probably just keeps her in line with other, like, high relic characters. But, I mean, she's benefiting from more than just the boring stats on the sheet. Yes, absolutely. So she's another one that, you know, will get thought of as time goes down the road. Of course, we all know the problem is <laughs> the next GL requirement probably requires... An- R9. So if, if you're getting R9 slowly, yeah. you might want to save the first the first batch for that next GL. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. I just had this flash of like, <laughs> hey, yeah. Solo, I, I know what my fifth Relic fi- or relic 9 is going to be. <laughs> it's, it's Wicked. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> hey, look, guys, it's Wicked. <laughs> oh. oh, I just made myself sad. <laughs> so they did also, and we should note, uh crumb has mentioned that the droid brains which is such a stupid name for this material by the way but the droid brains aren't only going to be obtainable through territory war at some point in the future they're going to be added to something else oh it's uh, that, that's how they've done it with the, all the other maps right so yeah. a, a lot of people are saying now god my guild sucks i'll never get this like there will be a second way to get it and yes, probably cough, cough, conquest, cough, cough. Um, but <laughs> if we already have to do conquest for all the other stupid things that they're putting in there, might as well get something else out of it too. Yeah, it may as well. I mean, yeah, I. it's whatever. Well, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Speaking of that, we could prob- we've been going for 45 minutes. We could probably go move on to the second thing uh, that we were supposed to talk about tonight. <laughs> and that's, hey, Territory War changed. Isn't it fantastic? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, you know what? I I do, like, gosh, I guess we oh, should wait. tell people what, what we're doing. What? So, real quick, um, apparently Gob just confirmed we're getting punishing one. Wait, what? That's uh, that's what I saw in my guild chat. Um, so, <laughs> oh no! All right, I lied. Somebody just. Um, all right, never mind. I'm lying. This is what happens when you read guild chat, and there are people that troll. So no, never mind. Ignore <laughs> that. I'm not even going to edit that out. People can get their hopes up for a couple minutes, just like me. (laughs) Excellent. Um, All right. So Territory Wars, it changed. It changed a lot this week. (laughs) Dramatically, yeah. Um, Like traumatically, too. Traumatically is definitely the better word here. Um, Yeah. So I... Go ahead. Give give people the rundown of of what changed, you know, briefly. I... Yeah, so there's a lot though. There there are a lot. So one, they changed matchmaking, which 
we're not going to see the change of matchmaking until this happens like three or four times. Because they say uh, if you're on a winning streak or a lost streak, it will take that into account. So this first one will – there's been a lot of complaints about this first one. Uh, they edited the rewards for it. And actually the rewards did get a lot better, not even – not including the droid brain stuff. Um Outside of the droid brains, the rewards did get better. So now you're getting relic materials and like electriums, which are the devil. Um, but then, so what they did for these droid brains, depending on your division, you either get, what is it, five, three, or two for a win, and you only get one for a loss, which is brutal. Um, so they're really encouraging you to try and win territory wars. At the same time, they added, they doubled the number of teams that you have to fight in territory wars. Like they just doubled it. They didn't change the map. They didn't add any sections. They didn't change anything. They just said, you used to place 25. Now you're placing 50 in a zone. You used to place 20. Now you're placing 40. And my God, uh, it's that a huge, huge change. Uh, dude, I... Okay, so here's the thing. I have the patience for GAC because it's just me doing it. Like, I'll attack on my own timetable. Right. I'll, I'll do what I want when I want to. And if I feel like just forfeiting, which I never do, but if I ever did, I could just, like, not attack and there would be no repercussions. No one would hunt me down. In fact there would be at least one person who was really happy with me not doing that, which would be my opponent. Uh, it, like my guild doesn't care if I participate in GAC or maybe, right. maybe my guild does just get, you know, because I I'm doing the GAC stuff. Cause you know, for, as a content creator, but I mean, they really, at the end of the day, if I chose not to, there would be no words spoken of like, Oh man, he's not pulling his weight. Yeah. In, in territory wars, they want us to make the same number of attacks, but on the guild's timetable and needs. Right. And they have to be like high-end attacks. And you, you're, you're going to have to have like 10 teams to place on defense and and be able to still make 10 attacks like that at the high end. My alt, I'm just like, I don't know if I can keep like <laughs> leeching off of this guild when I, I can't do anything. Like I, I don't I don't have 20 teams. Right. You know, I just, I can't pull my weight if it's 20. Like, it's it's crazy to me. Um, this does make it almost impossible for lower end characters to pull any kind of their weight in bigger guilds, which, I mean, it was already questionable if they could anyways, frankly. But, I mean, if you have enough, if you have a really tight roster, you have three GLs and, you know, you could probably play with one of the higher end guilds, uh, you know, higher right. GPs and still contribute. But... Now it's like, okay, we, we need you to have 20 teams and you need to be on point. You need to attack, you need to be available to attack immediately at the start and then check back in a couple hours and we'll let you know. Right. Which like, is I mean, it all it already was that, but you only needed to attack four or five times. Right. Like yeah, you can check in four or five times. Checking in, we got kind of lucky in that this past one was on the weekend. So people were, you know, they were busy with real life, but it's much easier to take a bathroom break from, you know, when you're out at a bar or 
out at a picnic or something than it is like, oh, I'm stuck in a meeting for two hours. Sorry, guys. Like, I I can't hit for two hours because I'm in a meeting. Like, yeah, that's... And, and you're like, well, we need every single General Skywalker to hit right now. Or right. You, if you don't, like, we're just screwed. So, like, you're screwing the guild, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so fun. So, which is going to create a new a new strategy with territory wars that is basically time out your opponents, like put your most, most challenging four zones in the front, put one challenging zone in the back and in that third, like that third, you know, stripe, who the hell cares what you put, right? Put Ewoks for all you care. Guilds are going to have so much trouble getting 50 people on for each zone that they're just not going to full clear. Like they can't possibly full clear. And if they don't do the same thing, you might be able to walk through six zones while they walk through four. And that that's going to be the new norm because, you know, why 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 try and clear your content in the game? <laughs> right. I mean, I don't. I don't necessarily. I don't. I don't feel like we have to full clear in territory wars to enjoy them, frankly. So like, like just from, from a historical perspective, like it, it was, I remember the first time we got a full clear. Well, the very first time we got a full clear was like right at the very start. Cause then we put way too weak of teams down and we, like both yeah. teams just destroyed each other immediately. You know, it was like just bringing my terrible C level D level teams against Tuscans <laughs> and stuff, right, you know? Right. Because uh, no one had a good grasp of what we were doing, and it was a mid-level guild, etc. But uh, eventually, we got to the point where there were too many good defenses, and it was like we might like we might not full clear every time. We probably don't won't. And when we finally did, it was like yes, we got the reward. Like it was actually a pretty good prize and everything. Yeah, and you know, an achievement, and that was cool. And now that's the norm. Like I don't feel necessarily entitled to. We have to be able to clear every time uh, but at the same time it's it's wearying man if if you want to be in a high-end guild i know that you've been a little down on this update on some levels just because a lot of things have hurt the higher level players i would say though that like the people who are super active are actually going to end up benefiting quite a bit from territory wars because they're the ones who are going to full clear because if they're all in a guild of like-minded people who are available more often than not, they're going to be the ones who can have more flexibility in territory wars and therefore get the higher end rewards, which right now, looking at the disparity, like the people who win get five, the people who lose get one, like 20 weeks versus four weeks is right. obnoxious as hell. Like I, I don't, I don't know if my guild is ever going to win another war. Now that people are actually taking it seriously and we have to actually put everyone in who doesn't want to be in, like we unintentionally sandbagged all the time and no one really cared because it's territory wars and the prizes aren't good now. Like that we're not going to, it wasn't close. We had to fight Ma, right. you know, like <laughs> our, a, a territory war casual guild just like has to fight Ma because we're the similar GPs. Like, uh, you know, I, and I'm not convinced that the win-loss thing is actually going to be that helpful. We'll see, but I don't know. Well, so there's a couple things uh, with this. You know, I'm not worried about full clearing 
and Wolfpack. Like, we're a good guild. We're probably going to full clear unless something went horribly wrong. But you look at, like, our alt guild, we're, we're a 386 million GP guild. Um, and frankly, it's demoralizing to not full clear. Like, maybe if, if you're a TW casual anyway, then you don't care. But if you're a competitive person and you don't full clear, like, there is something demoralizing to that, to just say to your guild, like, Hey guys, we weren't organized enough to full clear. Like we had the teams, we just we 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 couldn't full clear. It almost like it it puts this negativity around people. You know, it's like oh well, who did the first question that gets asked is who didn't participate? And I know that I know this because uh, in in our all killed <laughs> about an hour before uh, the you know last territory war ended we we had three zones that we didn't full clear uh there was an executor zone up top in fleets and then there was a ray cat zone that was in the second to last row and then who knows what was in the back we we couldn't get through the executors we couldn't get through the ray cats and there were at least four questions asked in our territory war chat of so we're just giving up so who who didn't participate why 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 aren't people participating and it's like we cleared more teams than we've ever cleared in that guild because we cleared what like you know six other zones or five other zones that each had so many more characters in them so we actually cleared more than we ever had and the reaction was so so are we not going to full clear guys because people can't get on in the last hour and it's like that negativity starts to build, right? That somebody's not picking up their weight. Somebody's not pulling their weight. Somebody's not pulling their weight. A bunch of people aren't pulling their weight. And then all of a sudden, five people leave your guild and your guild gets screwed. So if they have their back room chats that they're like, right. yeah, we're pissed off. And if things don't change, look, <laughs> you guys want to head over to Alpha Squad or you know, what, whatever right. guild. Right. Yeah. So, so while people are right when they say you don't have to full clear to win and that and cg has already said yeah both guilds are in the same boat what it's actually doing is it's creating a divide in the guild not just not just you know between guilds it's creating a divide in the guild because clearing 500 teams is a lot of work it's a lot of work um and oh. yeah it, you know, it, it's going it's going to create a bigger stink than you think. Uh, well, my my main, it's like I went into a zone and I killed like four teams in that zone, right. and it, it it was like it did it just felt like a drop in the bucket. Like we could just keep scrolling forever. Like four yeah. four teams isn't even like ten percent of the you know total. Yeah, uh, or maybe it is. I don't know. Don't, don't, yeah. don't ask me uh, math wise, but so, yeah, it was it's terrible. Right. So, so we're saying this negativity, but let me also bring the other part of it in that. I love that I get to use more teams now. Like, like I said, in Wolfpack, we full cleared um, and kind of expect to full clear. And sure. because we're Uber, Uber on the ball, we have great territory war officers. We have good players. 
and basically everybody in the guild is on the game at all times, even when they're sleeping anyway. Uh, so from that perspective, getting to use non-GLs was fun. Like getting, you know, I won't say what teams we used because we're about to start another round, but getting to use these off-meta counters or not, not even off-meta, getting to use these off-meta teams was a lot of fun, you know? And so I enjoy that we get to use much more of our roster. And yes, Smoke, we used Tuscans left and right. It was amazing. Um, but like that part of it was really fun. And I was glad it was there. But then seeing it from the lens of a not uber PvP focused guild, it sucked. So I was both extremely happy and extremely miserable at the same time. Um, so well, I don't I don't know what the right answer is there. <laughs> I think the I think the thing that frustrates me about this it, is it like so I I've said a few times before like I I kind of wish that they'd give me a reason to engage in territory wars like I don't I think it in the long term I, I'm probably personally okay with this I just I I've always like uh, when people say I don't play GAC because I don't like it for this reason or that and. I've always been like, that's fine. You should do what you want. Yeah. Like you're missing out on the Zetas and the prizes, but if those aren't important to you, then just don't do it. Uh, and now I'm in the position like, so that people say that in the guild, in the guilds I'm in as well, which, you know, it, it takes all kinds, no judgment on anyone, but I'm in a position now of like starting to resent people who aren't participating because, right. you know, I, I have to be like, well, like we'd have won if you'd have actually like gotten off your ass and done something with yourself, you know, like, yeah, I don't want to be like that. I want to just be happy with whatever people want to do in the guild. And now it's like, no, you're literally screwing me by not doing this. Like, I, I hope I, you know, this is not by any stretch of threat to my guild. I, I, pro I I'm going to stick around for a good long while to see how the, how the algorithm works, uh, you know, with the, you know, maybe we'll start, maybe we'll win 50% of our matches, you know, and if we do, I'm probably good with that, but, you know, and that's, that's not like a hard and fast number. I want to give us a chance. I just, if we just have a bunch of people who don't want to do territory wars and I, like, I just can't get any of the rewards and I just have to spend 150 bucks a pop. Cause I'm not going to wait for 20 freaking weeks <laughs> to actually apply one relic nine like uh, that that's not a cool situation to be in and and i don't no. i'm not i don't even blame the players who don't want to do it like if they don't want to play it i don't want them to have to play it i, right. I don't want to be in the position where i'm like angry at them for not doing their job right and so yeah you you said something earlier which is going to get me on my anti-sea pit raid nerf thing um <laughs> but here we, <laughs> here, here we go indeed so if, if you don't know for 80 percent of the population the the pit raid changes were fantastic 80 percent of the population is getting uh many 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 more of these arrows right if for 20 percent of the game's population and it's usually the 20 percent that are the most active you're losing between 174 and 290 arrows per year, right? That That's a lot. <laughs> I mean, that, that's basically 10 R8s. But so here's the thing. At the same time that they're restricting access from these most active people, 
like you said, they are now giving um, more of the R9 material to these people, right? Because like you said, it's usually the most active that are going to win the most. And so they'll get more materials. So you've now taken away one resource, then you've given another, a carrot to them to say, hey, look, you can get an R9, but you're not going to have enough arrows to get as many as you want. So this update was this huge, huge resource restriction on a lot of the most active and the top tier players, basically just to get them to spend money. Like that, That's what's coming. They're taking away a resource that's necessary to get to use the other resources that they're about to get a bunch of. And then they're going to say, we have a pack for that. And that really annoys the hell out of me because I've never had to buy, I have 20 R8s right now. Um, I've never had to buy arrow magnifiers with my own money. If they had instituted this change a year ago, not even a year ago, uh, what, nine months, 10 months ago, I would only have 15 R8s right now. And that that really bugs me. And now that R9 requires an additional 20 arrow magnifiers, I mean, you're restricting my roster development so much unless I unless I throw down money every time they come out with an R9 pack. And I'm not going to. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. So all they did with this update is restrict my ability to build my roster up. And that's really annoying to me. Like, I'm glad 80% of the people are going to get more R8 materials, but for me, it's really freaking annoying to me. <laughs> I, I mean, and I get that. I don't, I, I, I think I would feel similarly frustrated. I just, I've tried to raid a few times and it, it's just for my, the way I live my life. Like I, I'm just so, I'm so busy, like family wise and trying to make content and all this stuff. And, you know, I, I, making excuses, whatever. I just, it, it's not a plausible thing. Like the fact that some people can literally raid every single time and get a top 10 prize in Crancor. Well, I'm just like, Hey, look, I, I got another like 43rd place. Like that, that's just what I have to accept. It, it, you know, like this change makes me feel like, oh, I can actually advance in the game without spending a whole lot of money, uh, you know. And so, you know, obviously, like you said, I, I'm one of those 80 percent, the 20 percent. I feel like this is this is also one of those things where like a few people are getting screwed and, and it, it sucks. But most people are going to be like so happy that it's just going to be overlooked. So I'm, I'm glad you mentioned it because it's. It's not wonderful for you. I, I think, I don't know. I, I think that it, it seems like it's going to overall be a better thing for a lot of the game, though. I will say, like, there are people who aren't going to use the, it's like, hey, your guild is getting better. And I'm like, so that they can put Relic 8 on some, like, stupid, like, just really dumb thing. I, I don't know. You know, oh, those guys, so they don't even know how to use it, right? I'd, I'd be better off having those <laughs> mats than them. Uh, the, the question is, they just made this game mode, right? A dead game mode. They killed the game mode. With this one change, there is no reason to ever hit the raid. I'm, I wonder how long it's going to be before guilds are begging people to hit the raid. Because if I finish 39th, I'm going to get the same rewards as first. So why, why take the time to 
or spend the resources to move my mods, then take the time to try and put in a good hit and try and score high when the schlub that didn't hit at all gets the same rewards as me. It, you, you get 700k more credits solo if you take first instead of 40th. Yes, right. but but you've spent four million credits to take first, dude. Stop, stop acting like I'm being serious there. I, yeah, no, it's, no, I it's know. Not, it's, it's not. It's you're right. Like it, it's ludicrous. Like the GT two and one uh, difference is also not worth it. Like you don't even get. Yeah, right. it, it's totally just. It, it is. It, it's nice that it's all nice and flat for me because I'm like, hey, 39th. This is great. I, Literally solo, the first the best I have ever gotten for the for these mats for the like the arrow magnifiers have been the last Rancor raids that I've been yeah. in. Like I've I've gotten seven and it's felt magical because I've never gotten that many ever. Cause I just yeah. don't raid. And you know, for people who habitually get 10 every single time, I can imagine that it, it feels like quite the pay cut. For me, I, it just I wasn't going to hit it anyways, so this this is a huge, hugely beneficial thing for me. But you're right; like now we're going to have have to have enforced uh, enforced cooperation, uh, or you know, <laughs> we are participation. As Spoke said, hashtag for the guild of guys. This raid is still alive. Can somebody please hit it? <laughs> like that's that's what we're going to have, um, which is just disappointing, uh, and nobody's going to want to hit it because we're going to be doing many more territory war battles while conquest is going on. Right. Well, and, and you have to just think too, like, <laughs> I don't want to. I, okay. So, so you liked it. I know that you were saying that you really enjoyed the raid and yeah, that's, that's something I've, I've never really enjoyed any raid. Like I just want the rewards. I enjoy getting the good rewards, the high placement and everything. Obviously haven't done that on Crancor, but Sith, the Sith triumvirate raid, like you and me got top three, for like a year at least, right. you know, and and that was nice. I like those rewards, but at the end of the day, I'm really glad that I was already not engaging in it. I'm glad that I don't have to engage more, like especially with the territory war stuff. Like <laughs> I have to engage more on that. Right. It's an actually a net loss for me. I have to I have to spend more time on it. At at, at the very least, there's less time involved for. <laughs> For most people who participate in both, so well, yeah, well, now I never have to hit it again. So, I mean, I, I guess they saved me twenty-five minutes a week. <laughs> Yay! Yay! We did it, CG. <laughs> um, <laughs> it just it, it frustrates me. Like, why do you have to hurt the top end to help the bottom end? You don't. Like, they just did it to restrict the resources at the top end so that they spend more when it comes to R9s. Like, that that's what this is. Yeah, it could be. Um, but anyway, I, we don't need to ever talk about it again. Neither of us will ever hit it again. Um, <laughs> we won't. Except <laughs> we'll, we'll constantly, until someone invents a team that can get the final blow on the Rancor, uh, you know. Right, right. If I if I <laughs> see that there's like 0.5% left, I'm like, oh, I can get the, I can get it. Yes, I only right. need 10 more of these. <laughs> I know, I only need to do it 10 more times. Yeah. <laughs> I get that stupid feet, but yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so that's probably enough ranting and raving for me. 
what we what we actually talk about GAC. Weird. Oh wait, there was GAC this week. Oh, actually, we should put a note in there that uh, they broke the game with this last update too, both in territory battles and with Jedi Master Luke. They fixed the Jedi Master Luke situation. They did not fix the territory battle situation. So there was also that this past week. Oh, with the monster with shock tea. Yeah. yeah. And we're all yeah. getting five watt shards. <laughs> or whoever whoever was affected is getting five watt shards. Oh, they can actually tell that. That's interesting. Well, it's probably if you did Hoth, um, you're not going to get it. Because they can okay. tell who did Hoth and all that junk. Uh, CG, we care. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so Grand Arena happened this week. God, we have a ton of podcast questions too. Um, Jareth, you you came in undefeated to this week. No, I, I lost. Mean, I lost the week before. Oh, did you? Yeah, oh, I'm. I'm lo- oh, that's right. Everybody. Yeah. All right. So you didn't come in undefeated this week. How did your week start off? Um, it was good. My opponent placed defenses, and I destroyed them. They couldn't get through mine, and I won. <laughs> I think. I think that's how it went. It, it was – maybe it just didn't attack. It was It was like a, a weird – I don't know. It was it's, – it's not that memorable, memorable of a match. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, my mispronunciation just now is probably more memorable than, <laughs> than what the match was. Like it, it was, it was fine. Um, but it, it was at the end of the day, it was just, uh, yeah, I, I think, I don't think that much interesting. Oh, that's right. So this week I, uh, I wanted to try executor mirror matches. And I think this is the time that was, it was this the fight that I needed multiple hits to get through executor. I believe I did, even though I used, Gosh, I'm just losing my mind. I can't remember the match, but I won. I won without much hassle at all. Like, yeah, I won. Yeah. Lane, <laughs> how was your match? <laughs> Hopefully more um, memorable than mine. Uh, not not really. Um, <laughs> he, he only placed a non-ultimate Vader on defense. Didn't even place Executor on defense. Um he proceeded to lose early and often, lost the executor bear match. Um, I one shot everything and he dropped 101 banners, I think. So not round one was not the most complicated of attacks. Um, so with that said, we're headed into fight night with the one and the only fatal. Uh, how did how did your fight night go? Oh yeah, so just just as a real quick thing, um, the the reason mine wasn't that eventful was I thought my guy was gonna auto deploy, but then at the last minute he did deploy, very last minute. So I had to be ultra efficient, and I was so I won. So yeah, that that was that was basically it. Um, so uh, with fail, so we're we're facing a guy. Uh, let's see, I think his name is OG Kyle Katarn, which I, I love that yeah. name. Like that's the old. From the old Jedi Knight game and Jedi Outcast game, that's the character from it, and you know, not non-canon now, but he was actually a character. <laughs> they even wrote him into the books eventually, 
uh, you know, as a Jedi master and stuff, it, it was cool. So it, it was fun. He, he's got really high lifetime banners. And this is, I, I don't know, this is one of the more difficult matches for me to talk about just because I feel like I just wasn't prepared. Like I scouted him. I, I changed a lot of things. I did a lot of, a lot of shifting and I just like, I wasn't prepared enough, apparently. Like he, I, I just, I was like a step behind the whole time. And, you know, kudos to him for sure. I, I could have played better for sure as well. And uh, so, you know, I placed a really tough defense. I, I had to, I had faced the Raycat team and that was cool. I, I, I went in, I killed everything except for L3 and I timed out. And then, you know, so we finished, finished L3 off with Ewoks, which is a novelty. And you know, the rest of his teams are all really good, really, really fast modding on the, the right characters. So, you know, good GAC player. And then I get to the back zone and there's Kenobi and I'm like, oh, I have a team for that. I would, you know, I prepared for it. I thought I'd see it. He had Kenobi, but he didn't have Cat because Cat was up front. And so I, I jump in with Jedi Master Luke and lose. And I realized like early on, I'm like, oh, this isn't the comp that I've been practicing with. I just like, don't have the right things and at the same time i i i felt like i had done like i also sniffed out the trap that he had placed supreme leader kylo in the back and put uh put grievous in the front because i like to i've used my jedi to kill grievous in the past and i didn't have a great answer for his grievous so when i got to the back he had supreme leader kylo and i was like haha i have jedi here <laughs> and, and i beat his supreme leader kylo really bad but then I didn't have the right Jedi to beat his Kenobi team. Uh, and so uh, then the Kenobi team is, is turn meter loaded. And I, I threw in bad batch lost with that. And I couldn't clear his Kenobi. And then, you know, a few other fights that kind of went sideways. You guys can watch the video. It's up, it's out there. It absolutely, you know, it's, it's not like the very worst thing, uh, the worst play, but there was just like a ton of just little missteps here and there. And then, I had saved my executor to try to just do the mirror with his and it, it went, it went the worst it's ever gone in any time in arena or anything. Just like didn't kill a single ship against his executor had to triple tap it. Uh, at the end of the day, I had to use, I was forced to use my empire fleet to beat his negotiator, which was also on defense there. And I was like, all right, well, I, I mostly cleared. He's going to have a really tough time to clear me. He one shot me <laughs> like not for, he, he was yeah. pretty inefficient some places, but it was just like a low point for me. I don't think I've ever, I was like, I put a really tough defense down and he, he just happened to have all the right teams to beat me and, you know, kudos to him. I just, I don't know. I, I, I think I've been trying to put down too tough of a defense and that has crippled me in ways that I, don't like I don't I don't need that level of of that like I, I think I think what I, I'm taking away from that is I need to put a couple like okay teams that might steal banners but like mostly fluff teams so that I have offensive flexibility uh, because the fact that he just one shot me all the way through like just very demoralizing I think he dropped like 50 banners still but he still one shot me and uh, yeah, low point for me. Absolutely. I, so c congrats to him. He played it well. Like he said that there were a few times that it got pretty dicey and he got good luck or whatever, but, um, whatever it, you know, 
good, good, good on him. He had the right teams. I didn't, he was more prepared and I will do better in the future. So uh, second loss of the season, still at a decent, like, you know, after this round, I, I was what, six and two. So not, I mean, not the end of the world, still good record, but <laughs> right. Uh, you know, not where I want to be, yeah. obviously. What about you, Solo? You we're, we're on Gambit Fight Night. We've got Fatal alongside. How did you fare? Uh, so second opponent in the row in a row that kept five GLs for offense. Um, this one couldn't clear my board. Specifically, couldn't clear Lord Vader in the back. It was Ultimate Vader, which I mean that that does make a difference. That his ultimate first non-ultimate Vader. Um, I was able to easily clear his board. It wasn't a challenging board that he set for me. And then I had to two-shot his executor, which as we discussed, I hate with a passion having to two-shot anything. Uh, But he couldn't clear, and I did. And he actually, so he attacked before we went live. And so I knew that Lord Vader stood was going to stand uh, because he had five attacks on Lord Vader. And, you know, when you have like two attacks and there's a lone GL left, sometimes you sit there and you're like, oh, maybe he has more left and he just wants to see what I'm going to do. When you have five attacks on the Lord Vader, it's kind of like, yeah, he's not clearing that one. So I, I knew I can just go in not care about banners, get to full clear. And that's, that's kind of what I did, except for, I say, I didn't care about banners. And other than the stupid executor dropping 20, 20 banners for a loss, uh, I actually did really well banner wise as well. So, you know, round two, it, it was, it, it, it was what it was. It wasn't anything, you know, it wasn't anything worth spending a lot of time on. Um, but that leads us into Sunday night. You're looking to bounce back. Uh, what happened? What happened on Sunday night? Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so this this is such a weird one. I after scouting him, I was like, I've, I've been in the mind of a madman. Like actually, and no shade to my opponent, but he he just placed so many weird teams, and they were always <laughs> different every single time. Sometimes he placed all his Galactic Legends. Sometimes he placed none. Sometimes he placed half of them. Sometimes he placed them with really weird comps. Sometimes he just did, like, uh, unpredictable to the extreme. And at the end of the day, I was like, all right, well, looking at his offense, I think that you're doing yourself a disservice, by the way, by playing like that, because you don't get to learn any of your teams super well. Like, you don't, if you get to use uh, Bounty Hunters, for instance, I use Bounty Hunters on offense all the time. If you don't get to use bounty hunters, except you know, except for every like couple rounds, because you you're putting like he put OG Mando with a full Mando team under armor, for instance, yeah. and it's like if you don't have Mando available, like how are you going to learn to use that team and learn all the nuances and like oh like okay I need to I need to do the mass assist call with Bosk instead of the taunt right after we get the contract with Aura because of blah 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 blah, blah. or you know the contract with grief sorry alongside grief so. Uh, you know, you have to learn those nuances. And so everything was different every time, but he wasn't having a ton of success on offense. And and so at the end of the day, I was like, all right, I'm going to put a tough defense down, but not, not too tough. I put a couple fluff teams down deliberately just so I make sure that 
send my message myself a message that I'd, you know, I do well to have some offensive flexibility. And then I went in and I one shot everything. He had a couple GLs down, nothing too crazy. And, uh, you know, I, I was pretty efficient. And then he had executor in the back. I'm like, gosh, the ship has just been destroying me lately. It's just been so miserable trying to get through it. And so I, and I had just placed mine on defense too. I was like, you know what, if I have to triple tap and still use executor as part of the triple tap, I may as well just put it on defense and make my opponent scratch his head a little potentially. Yeah. So I instead just uh, jumped in and uh, I, I, we watched the bit dynasty video on how to use the tie fighter uh, version with malevolence uh, you know, like you guys can go watch it. Go search Bit Dynasty. He's a good, good dude. He knows his ships really, really well. And so, I mean, it's not like a hundred percent counter by any stretch, but it, you can sometimes one shot malevolent, or you can one shot executor if you even seven stars if you do this comp. And so I tried it, and lo and behold, I just I, I one shot for 56 banners. It was the most magical thing. Like it, it, it had its stressful moments. I think there was some, he put some bad reinforcements in that helped me out as well, but like I one shot it and it just felt so nice. Like, <laughs> like Holy balls. Like that, that was, that was like half the banners that I dropped. I was super efficient. Like I dropped 10 banners there. That was the most banners I dropped by far in any fight, but yeah, I, I one shot executor. And I know that that's not going to be a consistent, like it happens every time, but at the very least, it felt like I I'll probably be able to at least kill a few of the key ships every time. And then I'll, if that happens, then I'll also be able to, I'll also be able to just, um, you know, like double tap for, for right. decent banners. So that's, right. That, that, that's where I'm coming from. Like I, I, so I got in the end, he attacked some, he, he couldn't clear my Lord Vader in the front. Uh, he tried three times. He didn't even touch my general Skywalker. And then up top, <laughs> up top, like he one shot all the teams up top. That, that's fine. And then he tried to kill executor failed and he, he had put negotiator on defense too. So he, he had the most FU ship zone ever, but I also did the same thing. I put executor in negotiator. So I can't really talk. Uh, he, he had a double tap negotiator and then tried on executor couldn't do it so in the end he only cleared one zone and i was back to feeling happy so that's how that's how it went for me solo i was uh you know uh, it was a good bounce back win it felt good and you know after after the maze my mind was in after the that semifinals match uh, i was glad Glad that I was actually able to face some of the demons that have been plaguing me and come ahead, come out ahead. How about you? Yeah. You're in the finals. You've only I lost was. one. You only lost one so far in this season, right? So you could go up to Correct. eight and one if you win this yes. one. Yeah, and I was up against the guy from Moab, and you know, all of his teams were modded well. Like that—that's probably what gave me the hardest uh, trouble for this matchup of all of his teams were just modded well. Um, and so he placed the front zone of Darth Revan, then uh, Bad Batch, and then Ray and Django. And I know that doesn't sound like the hardest zone to go through, but when you have to kill a Django team that 
the Bosk and the grief are basically 340. You know, there's not there's not a lot of solutions to that. And same thing with Bad Batch when you're up against an uh, a Bad Batch team that has a lot of speed in it. Um, you know, it's not always the easiest of things to do. And like Bad Batch, you could use Jedi Knight Revan against it easily. Uh, or Padme, Padme destroys Bad Batch. The problem is I needed to save my Galactic Republic because he always placed Lord Vader or uh, Jedi Master Kenobi with Cat in the back. So I had to save my JMK and Cat for the back, which means I had to save uh, Galactic Republic members for the back. Uh, so I couldn't use Padme. And then I put my Bad Batch on defense because it's uh, he has he had a, a super high tenacity B two, and so I didn't I didn't want to trust Bad Batch not landing the stun and then losing. So it's like yeah, let me put on defense because I have a fast Bad Batch as well. And I just this sounds stupid because his defense didn't look like when you just when you open up the board and you look at the defenses, you're like this doesn't look great. You know, there's, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of scary things there. There's only Ray in the front and, you know, one GL in the back, but for what I had, I probably spent like 30 minutes of mental gymnastics uh, trying to figure out how to counter these teams <laughs> and do it in one shot. Um, and my leap of my front bottom zone was a, truly a leap of faith if he had two gls in the back zone which he did previously i may not have cleared the top zone because uh, i didn't have a good answer to beskar either uh which was on the top luckily he only had one gl in the back it was his ultimate lord vader and it was the full bastard team with you know piet thrawn vader and royal guard uh but i had kenobi cat so i was able to take that out thankfully and then I got to fleets and uh, it's it just pure irony. I, I already talked about my fleet batter er, earlier where I did the same fight against the four star that day and lost. I did the same fight against the six stars the day before or that day and lost. And so I go into this battle against the seven star. You had already done it once of clearing in one shot. And I was like, Oh, look, I just cleared in one shot too. <laughs> look at that. Yeah. Um, hey. <laughs> it didn't work the first two times, but thank God that wasn't on camera. So, um, you know, so I, I was able to one clear and then he couldn't clear my executor. Uh, he, he tried, he tried multiple times. He just, he couldn't clear my executor. And so, I, I mean, I won, but it, it took, it took a lot of thinking to figure out how to approach it. Right. And thank God I, I basically did like there was, it's like a puzzle. There was one way to put it all together and full clear. And I kind of got lucky that I picked the one way. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, That, that Mal, that Mal mirror matches, not mirror match, the Mal versus, versus executor. Like it's, it isn't like a one shot consistent. The thing I like about it, though, is that it's possible. Like, so sometimes... you telling me there's a chance. <laughs> right. Well, in my opinion, that makes it superior to the planned double tap. Right? Like, as long as I'm able to consistently... Also, it's not like if you try and you fail, you get nothing for it. 
as long as you can also get something for it, like you can take out one of the ads at the start, like to me, that's, that's worth, you know, the double tap or whatever. And it, because then you're also a threat to actually clear it in one and uh, you know, it's not great banners, but other people aren't going to get great banners either. I think there's, I think there's other people, I, I think, honestly, I bet that, I think that we're on the very edge of being able to solve it as a community. I mean, I'm not contributing, so I'm like, we, we did it. Like, <laughs> yay, congratulations to all the people who did it and I'm gonna just steal it. But, uh, <laughs> but I do think that as a community, we're kind of getting, we're closing in on that, uh, which that, to me, that's exciting at least. Yeah. You know? well, I, I, I want an off-meta off counter that's consistent. Uh, people are saying now, in my or in chat my my opponent actually uh, tuned in today and he said he said sorry to put me through the ringer my opponent from the, the beat me he said sorry to put you through the ringer and then he said uh try ebonhawk as first reinforcement in the executor mirror match you won't lose ever again so we'll try that tonight and see how that goes yeah um yeah but so one week left. One week left of 5v5. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it'll be... Uh, 3v3 is going to be very interesting with the new GLs. Um, uh, I don't, I don't know. New GL, I, I don't know say. where Cat goes. I, any, I still don't know where where Cat goes. No idea. I um, forget what I did last time. I think you just kept her, kept her with... Kenobi, which probably. is probably what I'll probably what I'll end up doing because if people do run Ray Cat in 3v3, like you have to have you get you either have to use the Ray mirror match and find a way to to beat that, or yeah. uh, you know, without Ray or without Cat, or you have to use General Kenobi, which Kenobi makes it way easier. Um, yeah, or general, whatever. One of the Kenobis. Right. And uh, yeah, otherwise. We all will also have Maul for part of 3v3, so that'll be weird. <laughs> that will be. Um, yeah, but like I said, we have uh, uh, we have a lot of podcast questions to get through, so we should probably start that. <laughs> yeah, let's do it, man. Uh, so the first one, <laughs> I hate talking about cheating, but it, it is a thing. So how serious do you think the issue of cheating is in this game across all the divisions? Um, is it enough to discourage you from spending? Hmm. Uh, so I'll say this. I, I, don't, I don't think that cheating is great. I think, I think it's horrible. In fact, I think it's dumb. I think that the vast, vast, vast majority of players do not cheat. I have yeah. never at any point on any of my three accounts come across a cheater. I've, I've seen evidence of cheating, of course. And I, I guess my thought is it, it's not as pervasive. Like it's just easy to point out the very rare instances of people who are cheating. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's easy to point it out. And then people are like, oh, like I am, I'm constantly hearing about, about people cheating. And it's like, well, you've probably heard yeah. about the same person like five days in a row because it's this ongoing like dramatic thing in the community. <laughs> right. And and that makes you feel like people are cheating all the time. 
it's been a while since anyone's even pointed out cheating to me, actually, though I, I know that it's still going on. That's anecdotal, but I just I, I I can't necessarily blame CG for not spending a huge amount of resources on trying to make all this anti-cheating software or you know detection stuff when as far as I can tell, it's never really impacted me on a huge level. So um yeah. I don't know. People are maybe laughing up their sleeves because they they beat me while they cheated, and you know I just didn't realize it. But I guess I it doesn't seem like that huge of an issue to me. Like people who want to cheat on a mobile game, it seems seems like you, you probably could find a better game to cheat in. I guess That's, you know, yeah. like waste your time somewhere else. What about you? What are your thoughts? Um, I it definitely doesn't dissuade me from playing or spending or anything like that i i would guess like you said that the vast majority of people don't don't cheat i mean i've seen i i honestly think that one guy cheated against me this was probably two years ago i mean we're talking like a long long time ago um and i thought he cheated against me and it sucked i think um, the one thing I wish CG would do, and it's not that hard, is look at the top 50 of each division, look at their history, because there's got to be a way that they do it where you don't have to sit there and analyze every fight. There's got to be like some algorithm or something that they use, right? So just go through the top 50 at the end of every GAC season and find people because usually the cheaters are the stupid ones that finish top 10 and it's like oh look guys we had we were perfect uh you know so i wish they would just look at the top 50 and say yep that's cheater kick them out sure i i would love it i think i think the thing that discourages me the most about all the cheating interactions is how forgiving cg is about it i i just want people who cheat to just not have an account anymore as opposed to oh i got my account back three months later and then oh i cheated a second time and i got my account back one year later like uh, i mean one year later sure it, it's it's a long time but like if if they're doing especially if it's not just ghc cheating i know that they were people can buy like could get like illegal crystals and stuff in the game and right I remember someone you and I know actually who like they they got all these illegal crystals like from a third party vendor or whatever and when they got their account back they still had their mountain of crystals yeah it's like they lost Treya and like somebody else but they still had the crystals (laughs) yeah I was like it just by like that's a lot of that's like multiple hundreds of dollars worth of crystals still in your account uh, you know that you can spend right. to get to catch up so hey look at that catch up mechanics Woo. <laughs> yeah um i yes i so if you're caught cheating there should be no second chance like that i completely agree with you um yeah that's it's as simple as that if you're caught cheating there should be no second chance uh and all those crystal deals are done with like credit cards from the mob or some like 
there are stupid things of how you get those cheap crystals uh, that aren't aren't good in the real world. So ban them. I I'm fine with banning them. Yeah, just kick them out. I have no mercy. I have no. I guess I guess it, it, there is like this gray line, right? Of yeah, you know, terms of service disallow a lot of the stuff that we're technically like they've they've openly condoned essentially that like they've given the thumbs up to hot sauce to do all all of these things uh, you know for for his business uh for the hot bot and hot utils and right. everything like they but it technically does violate the terms of service so every time we use hot utils that that goes in violation of the terms of service if we have someone else log into our account for us that violates it and i so by their definition, that would technically be cheating, even though it's like there's no like intent to get any kind of advantage other than just like making things easier for us. But, you know, so it's like kind of this arbitrary thing, too, of right. how do I define cheating? Is cheating real? Is someone spending money on a third per third party system and getting illegal cheap crystals? Is that actually cheating or is it just them, you know? It doesn't hurt me necessarily. Like, right. At what point do you define it? And the terms of service don't really help with that because a lot of the things that a lot of the players are doing are technically past that line. So, you know. Yeah. Um, it's funny. This example would have been different a month or a week ago. But so... There is a guy that applied for uh, our, our alt guild. He wanted to join our alt guild. And he has a history of magically finishing first in the pit raid every single time. Um, and <laughs> uh, when he finishes first in the pit raid, he's finishing first with like 60-something million, not, not, you know, like, oh, I, I have a bunch of teams. I did 22 million because I have eight teams that I run two in each zone. No, no, no. He was running one team for like 60 million. Right. And so he got caught and then he came back, um, which that bugs me like that. That bugs me. Uh, uh, but he was allowed back because it wasn't, they said it wasn't a PVP thing. And it's like, but he, he did still steal a bunch of resources from other people that were legitimately hitting the raid, uh, you know. And he's a, he's a known cheater. Like, you, you mentioned the name. We won't witch hunt tonight. But people are like, oh, yeah, that guy's a huge cheater. Huge cheater. Because he was in a, a bunch of the big guilds, too. It was just, yeah. Anyway, that's probably enough time yeah. spent on that. Um, Cheating is annoying. Don't do it. Right. Don't be a dick. Uh, all right. So second question. Pertaining to the changes brought to us by our benevolent overlords that have increased the time sink in the game, do you think this has been brought up out by people screaming for more content? Are we to blame for it? Um, I have to wonder what CG is, what, what their goal is here. I it's very clear now now that we have the like 
they did this with GAC and we kind of didn't really notice it. it may, maybe you did. I didn't really think of it as like, they're trying to increase our interaction in the game. I think that I just, I was like, Hey, they're, they're making it actually like hard again. Like they're making it so that, <laughs> so that we don't have to compress all of our teams, but they're very clearly like, and now they're, they've made conquest that like, it just, oh man, it's so obnoxious to me when they, they say one thing, but they actually, you know, they mean another thing. Right. That, that's the thing that bugs me the most is when they say things like, uh, you know, well, Conquest, we just, we thought that everyone really liked the feats. So we, we just made more of them. Like they right. want, they want We're to increase this for you. <laughs> right. Because, because people say it's for you guys. And like, I, I made that, I made that video about like who else gave up on Conquest and it was like this big thing of like the whole community's like, I gave up. I hated it. Yeah, I, yeah. It was worth like, it, like everyone just came out and confessed how awful they felt it was. And, uh, you know, like it was just like this moment of everyone letting the, letting that off their chest. And, you know, but so, you know, it's, it's not for us and their data didn't show that. I don't, I don't think at least, I think that they, they want to increase how much time we're in the game for whatever reason. Yes. I think that that's what it is. And so GAC, they changed things and we liked that change. Uh, Conquest, they changed things. That was awful and we hate it still. Uh, and now Territory Wars, it's it, time will tell, but it seems like, I mean, the amount of time you save from the Rancor does not actually equal the amount of time we're going to be in game making attacks and setting defenses right. and territory war officers pulling their hair out. So, yeah, I, I think yeah. that they're just, I don't think we're to blame. That's, I think whatever CG's goal is, uh, in the end, they want to increase our interaction with the game, with our time in the game. And that's, right. I don't think anyone's to blame, but their priorities. That's my yeah. thought. I mean, every iteration of Conquest they have made more grindy. Like there hasn't been a player focused change to conquest since it's been released. And we're now about to go on to our ninth conquest. Like that, that should say something, <laughs> you know, every time they're like, Oh, deployable cooling systems ruined conquest. Uh, even though a bunch of you said how much fun it is. <laughs> um, and they put so they pulled it back and then they're like, Oh, this data disk. People were finishing a little too fast. They pulled it back. Um, then the next iteration starts up, and it's, guys, you finished Conquest in the first week. We really want you to be engaged in this game for longer because you said you want more content. So we're going to make it so you have to go into the second week to complete this. Like every, every change, I fully expect that the next conquest you know a lot of people finished conquest in 11 days which is absurd to me but they finished in 11 days while triple refreshing i expect next conquest uh you're going to go to 12 or 13 days like there's there's going to be nothing you can do without spending 100 refreshes to finish early I think that we're on the edge right now solo. I hope they don't do that, but we'll see. I mean, people have whined about it. They've complained about it. A lot of people have quit, and I, I don't know if the quitting is over or if it's just like some people are in a holding pattern and they're waiting to see which direction CG would go, but right. I think I think 
CG, they, they do pay attention to some things, at least. I, I just have to hope that they're actually paying attention to the mood in the game because, uh, like, people just can't take that much more. Like, all this engagement in the game is... I think was it Ando who was saying it in our chat a while ago. He was saying it's becoming a game where you have to pick and choose which mode you right. actually play. And yeah, I, I kind of disagreed with that because it's like if I chose not to engage in territory wars, then I don't get any gear of the type that I need. Like CG right. chooses which parts I have to engage in. I have to get as a content creator, I have to get 110 mall shards every conquest. Because otherwise I'll be like, people want to see the new stuff. They're not going to, I'll get fewer viewers and stuff. Like I, I need, I personally need to get mall and you know, I can't choose to just not play conquest and everyone else who's in a high end guild. Like you're like, really, really Frank? Like you just didn't want to play conquest. Like now, <laughs> now, now you don't have mall and you're screwing us, yeah. you know, like there's, you don't you don't like pick and choose which game modes you want to engage in. CG is choosing that for us, and I I don't personally like that that much. Right. Well, so Crum uh, gets a lot of hate, and that's not fair because um, he he's the mouthpiece. Like I guarantee you, he's not the one that's sitting in the meeting when they're playing doing game development, where it's saying, guys. I really think the community is going to enjoy if you make them spend an hour a day extra in the game. You should do this. Like, it's not crap, but he is the mouthpiece. And, you know, the other day he was on RSG on their, like, lunch stream, and they were. he was like, yeah, you know, we're really conscious. We want to watch out for burnout. And it's the day that they release, oh, by the way, we've increased – territory wars to 500 teams on defense it's like do you really care about burnout do you though like, right. it doesn't sound it doesn't really seem like it obviously you're not paying attention to the community right now uh because the community is burnt out like i can tell you flat out i still love gac i am burnt out every time i do conquest um i don't enjoy the game mode it's physically painful to me. My alt account, I got into Sector 2 to get the first prize box and then just gave up. Um, it's like, I don't want to do this for the rest, for the next five years. I won't do this for the next five years. Um, you know, it's it just, they need to change something. They need to change something. Yeah. They do. <laughs> they, I just, if they made all these changes to territory wars and they kept the rewards the same, I'd be like, hey, that's cool. Now the territory war guys can actually do something with it. Like there, there's actually more, you know. Uh, but it's like, well, I don't know. I, it's also like, I'm in a guild that doesn't care about territory wars. Should I, <laughs> how much should I actually still engage? <laughs> if I engage, right. and that's going to kill me too. Like you remember, I've referenced it so many times, but you know, like when I was going to quit our, you know, our initial guild where you and I were, you know, had, had first met and et cetera. But uh, I was going to quit because I was the only one hitting the tier six of the Sith raid and like yeah. the whole guild wasn't. And I was like, 
I I literally have five times the score of the second place person at the end of this. Like I'm leaving. I have to go somewhere because all of my effort is being just totally wasted. And I don't want it to become like that territory wars. Like if I'm just like, yeah, guys, let's go. Like I'm going to kill hell. I'll kill 14 teams. I don't even care. And then everyone's like, oh, that's cool. We're going to just lose. Like, you know it's going to be very difficult for me to want to stick around for that, for that and, and stuff. So, uh, you know, how, yeah. how much, how much should I engage in territory wars? <laughs> right. Well, know. you should engage for 10 teams. That's how much you should engage. Uh, I guess but definitely not 14. Right. Uh, <laughs> Screw that. <laughs> so, uh, uh, all right. So next question: <laughs> How will territory war rewards requiring a win for relic eight and nine gear change things for you? So we just kind of actually talked about that. Of, I mean, you you basically have to you have to commit like you have to commit, and if you want to advance your roster and. Um, uh, that's a lot for people. Like, this isn't a full time job for a lot of people. Um, so asking, you know, the the guy that runs his company that also plays this game to stop running his company so he can do conquest for an hour and be online every hour when a zone opens up in territory wars is too much for that person right so you're chasing that person away because that person has the money to have a top end roster that person has the want to have a top end roster that person doesn't have the time to have a top end roster and i feel like it's kind of silly to chase them away yeah yeah, I whatever. We'll see how this goes. The the interesting thing is, so the only people who care about about this engagement is are like the high end guys, because uh, you know if you're in a smaller guild, you can't even earn any of the any of the rewards uh, like the the relic nine stuff. Anyways, so. yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So next one. And we all know what the answer to this is going to be. Do you think these changes will actually alleviate the gear crunch? Uh, right. So right now, no, no. Like they didn't, they didn't change anything really. Not, not right. much. They, they promised they're going to, and there, there's, they're promised they're going to in multiple phases. And that, it makes me so nervous, man. I just, the only person when they used to used to do those Q and A's, and like the only person whose answers seemed ungenuine was the guy who dealt with the the resources in game, like the the in game economy. They always just came off really oily and like, oh right. yeah, like we'll we'll give you something, but we have to take something away too. Like you can't yeah. expect anything to be free. Like every time, I was just like, like people complained about the questions about art and stuff. And I, I just didn't care about, I'm like, right. Hey, these guys are passionate about what they do. That's wonderful. Like let them talk yeah. about their stuff. Not a bad thing, but, but like 
the the I don't even know if it's the same economy manager, but I every time I was just like he doesn't want us to like he doesn't want it to anything good for for like he's just looking at money is what he wants like that's his priority that's that's how I right. read it anyways and I mean I get it they that's a that they want to hire a guy like that in that situation <laughs> well, I feel he like won't have the job if he isn't like that <laughs> well I feel like Carrie did a. Uh, did it, like was almost too generous she's like hey yeah we'll we'll give you more zetas we'll do you know and sometimes it was just like do, like do you remember when they added crystals to to fleet arena i was like yeah oh my gosh like 400 more crystals a day i couldn't believe it uh, that, and that was just like free like there wasn't anything attached i was already <sighs> i was already getting top spot because i wanted the zeta mats yeah, so, I don't. I don't think that was them being generous. That was them saying, "Hey, nobody participates in fleet. We need, we need them to participate in fleet." Well, sure, but but we got something for something we were already doing, yeah. or at least that I was well, already doing. And some people were already doing. Yeah, it, I it, mean, there's a lot of people I know that were perfectly happy finishing twentieth uh, in fleet when there was no crystals. They do like two battles and then they just stop. That's fine. I. Uh, all I'm saying is, like, uh, yeah, they can't give everything for free away for free. Like, they, there's there are reasons for things they do, but I, I haven't like at once once that guy started answering questions in those Q and As. Like, we stopped getting we stopped getting rewards that were meaningful uh, for any of the unlock events. Like any of the new stuff, we just all we get is a portrait now and a title. That that's what we get. We don't get like gear alongside it. We don't get anything like uh, uh, all that stuff is just kind of dried up. We've gotten less on a lot of the uh, well, maybe that's my perception, but on on like the the various anniversary uh, you know prize things that you know they they give the new they give every player uh, for anniversary stuff uh, you know on May fourth celebration they it just seems like we just get less and less. And now that they're redoing the gear stuff, I, I just feel nervous. That's all. So, so I will say we're getting less, but we're also spending less. Like back when we were getting more, they were also making 10 million a month. Now it's estimated that they're making 6 million a month. And I know people are going to say, Oh, dude, that's $72 million a year. Yeah, it is. But they were making $120 million a year. And a drop of $50 million a year, like, they're going to change things when that happens. And it's part of a natural life cycle of a game. Like, that's not, it's not that it's unexpected. It's just when you drop by 40% your, your income, like, changes get made so you say you didn't like that guy that was talking about the economy i thought he was the most honest one in the group like he, he was giving the answers that were like yeah you're not you're not gonna like this answer but here's the truth of it um there is always going to be a gear crunch we don't care there is always going to be a gear crunch because if there's not a gear crunch this game dies like that's that that's the simple fact Maybe the gear crunch shouldn't be stun guns anymore. Maybe it should be Kairos, or maybe it should be, you know, no Kairos until gear 11. But if you want a gear 12, uh, we get Kairos. You know, you're going to need these Kairos, and that's where the crunch happens. But, like, 
the day that there's no gear crunch is the game that this day closes up shop because that's where they make their money. R nine is takes a ton of furnaces to get the whatever piece it is that's happening because the top end, the guys that spend a shit ton of money already have every character at R seven. So how do you make money off of the people that are spending a ton of money and already have everything? It's you have to make it hard to get. Like that's that's how you have to make it hard to get. That way they spend money. Like yeah. That's, yeah, they they need to make money. They I just I'll tell you what, the here so here's a game that I felt like I wish that they would make me feel like they were generous and giving me stuff. Like like we played that, uh what was it? The something arena the afk arena oh yeah and i always felt like they gave us so much stuff and in the end i still wanted to spend a lot of money on that game and i had to quit because i was like this is getting to be too much of an investment i'm actually spending money this isn't great and but but the the whole time i felt like they were just giving me all kinds of awesome free stuff all the time but they had a structure to in a way that it didn't actually impact me that much I just, it did feel a lot better than the way this game has been in the past. Like, I, I just, Well, you know. so, I mean, each game has their own manipulation economy. Like, sure. theirs were, was, you aren't guaranteed to get a character. Like, in this game, after three months, you're guaranteed that you can seven-star any character that you want, right? In that game you might want this certain character and they might give you 10 free packs every day. You're not guaranteed to get that character, <laughs> which, so right. there, there's different, there's different manipula manipulation techniques on all of these freemium type games. Right. Well, and that, that's fair. Absolutely. And I will say that like I, I was talking to one of the content creators over at Marvel strike force and he said that this the structure in this game is actually way way better for free to play players. Oh yeah, well in so fact. so this is and we we make decisions based on our past experiences, right? Like that's how most people process things. And so I came from the game Marvel Contest of Champions, um, and in that game you could not easily free to play anything because you needed certain character like the certain characters were the best the only way to have a better chance of getting them was it went from like a 0.5 percent chance of pulling this guy but if you bought this other crystal for five dollars more there was a two percent chance to get this character and or every once in a while they sell the character for 150 dollars and so I came to this game, I was like, wait, I can get any character I want. It's just going to take time. Well, crap, I, in that game, I had to wait three months just for an increased chance to get a character. And you're saying in three months, I can have this character. And not only can I have this character, I can have this character leveled up in that three months. Like it was mind boggling to me. And so everyone says how predatory this game is. And it, it's a freemium game. Like, I'm not saying it's not, but compared to other games I've played, I'm like, wow, guys, if you go to this game, holy crap. Uh, talk about 
a a time investment and b uh stealing your money like the other game i played was much much worse yeah oh, well and i i tend to agree like I, I think i think that we've suffered from a certain level of entitlement of just like well we're, we we've only, we only play one game like i've only played one mobile game for you know several years now and it's easy to be like, oh, I just wish that we could have this. <laughs> and honestly, the other content creators, I, I feel like that's one of the lies that I've heard. Like people say that you can, that other games do it better for cheaper. And like yeah. the, you know, like they, they're, and I don't see evidence of that. I've never seen evidence of, of that. So, I mean, this game has its issues. The, the time investment right now is at a, really bad place for me personally i don't want because i have all these alts and you know maybe i'll just have to yeah. give one up or something but i just right now i i i do have to say like despite my grumblings about it i love this game they've done a great job of it and i hope it continues for several years yes me me as well just without conquest demanding 11 days of my time yeah uh, well yeah like and I hope they solve all their problems too, right. like like that. That's a problem in my my estimation. So agreed. Um, all right, there's we we went through half these podcast questions, but we've been going for <laughs> well, well, well over two hours. So why don't we jump? We'll save. Hold on, I need to make a note of which ones we sure. did. Um, and so we will address the other ones on the next one and smoke two more hours smoke we'll do two more hours if you go to work for me tomorrow um <laughs> but all right so quickly alt life you have two alts because you're a masochist how did zareth alt do this uh this week um i'll just tell you on both of them i full cleared with really good banners and got all the feats nice it was really, my, it was a, it was an amazing spectacle of dominance. What, how about yours, Solo? Uh, on my all, I am, I am going for 12 and 0 because I finished nine, I finished three and 0 this week, nine and 0 total. I did, I didn't get cleared twice. Um, Ray, Ray in the back, <laughs> JML in the front, Ray in the back. I swear, 3v3, 5v5, it works every single time. The, the uh, second round, my opponent only cleared one zone. Twice, I went up against five GLs when I had four GLs. People took four GLs on offense both times. Um, it was it was nothing to write home about <laughs> for my opponents. I can tell you, I can tell you that. Uh, so yeah, that was my alt. It was a lot of fun, um, and yeah, <laughs> so. <laughs> Mustang. <laughs> uh, so, Zareth, what have you done to improve your roster this week as we as we head on out? <laughs> I got, let's see, Snips up to Relic 7. Finally, I, I got her to 6 <laughs> the week before. Two, two years after everyone else. <laughs> and she's been fine at Relic 5. Frankly, like, yeah. I, I've never, but I use it, she... She assists at such a crazy high rate, and I use her in arena all the time. Like, 
uh, you know, who knows if how much damage she's actually yeah. doing more, but it's I think it's going to make a difference, frankly. Um, and then I also have T3 who was Zated actually before Locke last time, but I never used him, so go figure. And I did put a relic nine on Jedi Master Luke, so look forward to that. Yeah. Using that, I, I'm I'm excited. That's about it, though. Uh, what about you, Solo? Uh, I got Royal Guard up to R7 and re remodded him and gave him six E mods. Um, Ooh. I accidentally sped up my bounty hunters, so there's there's that. Um, I was looking for a new mod to put on Jedi Master Luke. And it happened to be a circle that had like 5% potency and it got stolen from grief. So I, I was lazy today and just gave grief Jedi Master Luke's old circle, which meant I then had to speed up Bosk. And so um, I sped up, I sped up those two bounty hunters. That's, that's, that's all I did to my roster. And Aura is on her way to G13. I gave her two pieces. She needs two more. Hopefully I can do her soon because starting next week, I need to start making sure I have all the gear for uh, Maul to get him up to relics, at least seven, but hopefully eight immediately upon unlock. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm nowhere approaching that. Yeah, yeah, I, I need to start working towards that. Seems wise. Yeah. Uh, all right, so that's... That's what we've done. With that said, I think it's uh, I think it's we're good to uh, call it a night. I think so, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us, and remember, don't be dicks. And that evil sucks when he pays attention. Um, <laughs> <laughs>